Hello, everyone. It's Jeff Black, your host of the Delivering the Deal Spotlight series, where we discuss the most pressing issues faced by business leaders and deal professionals in M&A today. In this episode, we're placing a spotlight on anticipated business and people challenges that might arise in 2022. Our guest today does know a thing or two about the business environment, uh, as he is Mercer's Chief Commercial Officer, David Anderson. Uh, David's been with Mercer for 24 years and has been a member of Mercer's executive leadership for the past seven years. As Chief Commercial Officer, David's responsible for sales management, client management, pricing, commercial analytics and insights, client experience, and growth acceleration. Previously, David was the president for Mercer's international region leading colleagues in 175 cities and 41 countries, serving clients in 140 countries across Africa, Asia, Europe, Latin America, the Middle East, the Pacific, and the United Kingdom. So David, I appreciate you taking the time from all of that uh, to speak with us and sharing your perspective today. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Yeah, absolutely. So let's let's dive in. It's been an interesting uh, last few years, continues to be interesting in terms of you know changes and challenges and opportunities that business leaders face. So I'm curious, kind of from your standpoint, as you speak and interact with business leaders, you know, what is on their strategic agenda for 2022 and beyond? You're right. It has been an interesting past few years, hasn't it, um, in life and at work and for business. And, you know, most of our clients have conducted a pretty comprehensive review of their strategy and their business portfolio throughout the course of the pandemic. You know, they say never waste a crisis. Uh, a recent study found that uh, over 60% of companies plan to increase their investment in technology and digital capabilities, with nearly 60% looking to boost the investment in customer engagement, and many opting to transform through transactions, with around half of the companies uh, surveyed intending to do deals in the next 12 months. So I would say that a pretty comprehensive portfolio review and strategy review has taken place in almost all companies over the last year or two. And generally, we're hearing from our clients that digitalization, acquiring capabilities through deals, and refining their focus on their growth accelerators and their core businesses uh, are things that they've been working on and have become uh, front and center for 2022. It's also to think through a geographic lens that there may be some differences in different regions around the world. And as our clients look at their strategic agendas this year and looking forward, there are some differences. Our US clients are heavily focused on employee safety and mental health support, whereas our Pacific clients uh, see ESG as being front and center and something they need to address. In Latin America, we're hearing economic and political uncertainty means clients are really rethinking their business structures. And many of our Asian clients are dealing with threats of recession, high market volatility, and continued supply chain issues. So there are some differences. I'm sure you see this, Jeff, with our colleagues and working with our clients. What have you noticed? Yeah, no, I, I, you're right. And I would echo a lot of what you said. You know, what's really... Um, even though it's it's weird, I, I think on the front end of COVID, I, I probably would have told you I didn't think that these things could change. But you know, I think all those things um, sort of put in environments where there's just so much pressure around the change, the amount of change, but the, the speed of change, how quickly the expectations uh, are in place from a stakeholder standpoint that you're able to, you know, all these things that you mentioned, 
doing very short time frames and move very quickly um, has just really made, you know, challenging times, I think even more challenging, at least from the work that we've been doing. So, so let's maybe try, you know, that's a great view, I think, from kind of those but overall sort of business agenda standpoint. Curious to kind of get your thoughts on a, an, another issue and, and something that, that we've seen is that, you know, I think, you know, kind of COVID, post-COVID, one of the outcomes that we've seen is sort of this elevation of people-related topics and challenges onto, let's say, you know, kind of more the C-suite agenda. And so as you interact uh, with organizations, I'm just curious what you're kind of seeing and hearing are some of the most pe uh, pressing people-related items that people are, are wanting to confront? Well, one of the most positive things to come out of the trying period that we've all been through is that for our firm and for our clients, the employee experience and the employee agenda has really become front and center as a leading enabler of business resilience and business performance. It's, it's so heartening to see the employee equation back in the center of our clients most pressing issues and so talent attraction and retention engagement well-being uh, talent upskilling and reskilling are really things that nearly all of our clients talk to us um, as being priorities for them leading companies around the world are innovating and creating solutions that recognize people's financial health and career aspirations. Companies who show employees they care and deliver benefits they want have an advantage in the competition for talent. Companies are also leaning into new ways of working. Flexibility is now with us, I would dare say, forever. Um, where people work, how they work, uh, in this new hybrid working world is, I think, permanently with us. And um, our clients are certainly adjusting to that and making sure that they're competitive in that domain as well. So flexibility, uh, allowing people to do what they do best from where they do it best is, is really become uh, a key priority for our clients. I just want to make a, an important advertisement related to this about employee uh, mental health and well-being. Uh, organizations that we work with are definitely taking this seriously. They understand now firsthand what the consequence is of supporting employees to be at their best and providing the tools and the support mechanisms that allow employees to make good judgments about their well-being, um, make sure that they are supported to do their best work for, for their customers and their clients. That's really essential. It, it's such an important point. And um, we, we did another podcast in our Delivering the Deal series with Dr. Lorna Friedman. And we looked at this issue. And one of the things that we talked about was if, if you think about, you know, kind of traditionally, what things do deals typically bring to a workforce, um, there's usually an issue with engagement, there's a lot of stress, and there's the potential for burnout, right, because of the extra work. And we were talking about in our, you know, our latest health on demand survey, in the top 10, those three things outside of deals are all in the top 10. And so now you're doing deals in an environment where that's, that's the status quo environment. And now you're adding on top of that and, and 
again, you know, I think in general, you have to pay attention to those things for sure and deal with them. I think as you're doing deals, it's even more critical that you're very attuned to that because you're just, you know, you're facing a, a very stressful status quo. So it's a great, great call out, Dave. Thank you for making that. Um, so let's, with the last question, maybe shift just a bit. And, you know, not only in the role that you have, are you interacting with business leaders externally around the world? You obviously are one of, you know, Mercer's senior business leaders and a C-suite member. And so to the extent that you can, um, I'd love to get your perspective in that role. You know, how do you and the rest of the executive leaders sort of think about M&A deals, the people-related risks and opportunities related to that? What kinds of things kind of are, are on your agenda as you talk through those? Yeah, great question. Well, just as a general backdrop, if we think about what's happened in the business world, uh, particularly through 2021, where we saw a record uh, global M&A deal volume, which shattered the previous full-year record from 2007 by nearly 30%, it really does indicate that M&A is a topic on every board's agenda and every executive team's agenda. And if it isn't, it, it well should be. At Mercer, our priorities are about gaining capabilities and accelerating growth through acquisitions. Through capability acquisitions, we get access to new skills, faster growing markets, faster growing market segments, new technologies, which provide us with an advantage in that standalone deal and also more broadly across our portfolio. One example I would like to mention is our acquisition of Metal uh, in 2018. Uh, Metal is an India-based talent assessment firm with some proprietary proctoring technology. And at the time, they had nearly 90% of their revenues generated from one country. And today, Mercer Metal is delivering transformative results for our clients in the corporate space and the education space and their employees in every region of our footprint. Uh, we've onboarded over 3,000 new clients since we made that acquisition and they've maintained very strong double-digit revenue growth every year since that acquisition. And I dare say, without this acquisition five years ago and our fantastic team's working hard on the ground, neither Mercer or a standalone pre-2018 medal could have grown the respective talent assessment businesses to what the combined Mercer medal scope and impact is today. So it's been a fantastic acquisition and it's an example of us acquiring capabilities and digital technologies that we can apply more broadly across our portfolio for the benefit of our clients. Um, this is certainly a bit of a theme. I saw one study recently confirming that M&A is a useful tool to help companies grow, reach and achieve beyond their present day organic means. The more challenging the environment becomes, the more vital this becomes as an effective tool. And I agree and believe the focus of most of our large clients will be to continue making acquisitions based on capabilities relating to today's mega trends such as ESG, digital infrastructure, talent management, machine learning, all of those great things. 
Another trend we're seeing more of is uh, talent management, deals that give access to human capabilities as well as technical capabilities that advance our clients' businesses. Combining the great challenges employers face to adapt to a very different future with the implications of the so-called Great Recession, resignation rather, uh, employers let's hope, are having, let's hope not great recession. <laughs> <laughs> employers are having to take a rigorous approach to better understand and identify the right employee experience. At the same time, costs need to be balanced, um, challenging our clients to be innovative and flexible with their benefit offerings and engaging in their employee communications. So these are all things that we're working on with clients and that um, are important to them. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And I think that, you know, that last piece that you raised, just the whole labor market dynamic, and then thinking about it in deals and the implication of, of deals, you know, we're doing a lot of work with clients and to develop some specific um, methodologies through our M&A Talent Insight that really tries to get very early in deals to understand sort of the skills profile of a potential target, understand what that looks like from a competitive standpoint in terms of availability of those skills versus rarity of those skills, just trying to have that all factor in at the very beginning. So that, as you said, as you sort of move through the deal process and, and you get further along and then actually you know, execute on the deal, you, you've got the right thought around the talent, how to manage it, how to retain it, all those kinds of things. So, so super, super, super critical. But David, I, I want to thank you for taking the time to join us today. Um, this was really insightful. Um, and it's been great hearing perspectives on the key business and people challenges that, that you're hearing um, externally, as well as, as an executive trying to manage through in 2022. And I just invite anyone in our audience who wants to learn more about how to prepare your organization for 2022 and doing deals to visit mercer.com uh, to read our latest research, delivering the deal, the unrealized potential of people and deal value creation. And also stay tuned for our next Delivering the Deal Spotlight, where we'll be sharing new content and more conversations about delivering deal value. As always, thank you for listening.